What's going on? Everybody. You've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I am the cartel coming at you from Guadalajara and the Quebec Peninsula. I saw that yesterday. You made me laugh. It's, it's a pretty good all-encompassing uh, birthplace of the cartel. Were you born in Florida? Um, now, Florida is another peninsula. In no, Florida. no, no. I, I understand. I'm just I'm asking about Florida specifically. But no, I was born in the uh, I was born in the um, the uh, borough of Toronto. Okay, I, I I wasn't I wasn't sure. That's right. That's okay. You've already said too much, Coach Co. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that are asking for apologies these days. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if the cartel uh, forgives. The latest person to ask for apologies was a company by the name of Retail Kings, and once again, we are talking about you know bad actors in the hobby. We're talking about what regulation is necessary in order to keep this hobby afloat in order to keep people from leaving this hobby. For those of you who are just finding out about what we're talking about, there was an incident on a WhatNot live stream where, like I said, a company named Retail Kings or Retail King or some variation of the two. Um, are they the kings of the west side or the east side? I don't, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it was the west side. All I know is they were ripping wax um, and it was Donruss football. And the gentleman who is running the break, who apparently his name is Junior, um, was ripping through this pack, and and there was a downtown at the back of it, of the back at the back of the stack of cards. But the Quite the cool. downtown was not apparent on the camera, but it was apparent, however, that there was a second card behind the card that he was showing everybody, and then he proceeded to lift the combination of the two cards off the screen. And one card came back. And when questioned about this, uh, it, again, during the stream by the people attending the stream, like, where's the second card? What was it? He's like, you'll never see that DT. DT standing, stand, stands for downtown. Um, no one's going to see that DT. So uh, after that instance, the owner of Retail Kings gave his apology. Um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to check that out? No, I'll, That's tell okay. you, I'll tell you why in a moment. I'll That's okay. That's okay. Moment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to um, finish off a summary real quick. So he gave his yeah. apology. He said that, um, you know, this isn't representation of, of his business. And they, they hired this, this gentleman to do late night breaks. And they're a relatively new hire. And uh, basically asked for forgiveness. Uh, and so we've got a lot to unpack here. Uh, I want you to start with wherever you were headed. Yeah, I mean, so much of this is kind of weird. I, I, uh, you kind of eventually get a little numb to all this stuff when you see it on your feed. Um, uh, I think we should. Who are we giving a shout out to? Cage Lawyer or Danny's Cards? Both of them. Both. That of kind them. of. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first to alert this and Both have of it re re reposted by Card Porn. There was you know a. There was a Kelly. When it comes to a... ripping people off, you know you've made it when you I hit know. Card Porn. I know. Yeah, I, I think there was a Kelly, a Kelly's card or something, Kelly on on Twitter as well that initially started that off. Still, kind of the semi world star of the hobby, but um, the reason why I didn't see the apology or any of the follow ups is because these guys tried to get in my DMs. Uh, it's a weird thing uh, when when the cartel gets involved and me too. <laughs> any sort of well, the cardboard coaches when we make any sort of uh, acknowledgement of what's happened. I don't know what it is. Sometimes they want to maybe get us on their side. Maybe sometimes, and sometimes it's an attack. At the end of the day, I just don't feel comfortable when all of a sudden they're in my DMs and trying to follow me. Uh, I don't get that. Uh, I don't want you looking at my stuff. I'm not interested. I'll block. I block. I block a player real quick, man, in this hobby. So uh, I did never you, saw. Did you? Did you block? Did you block like instantly? As soon as they started following me and trying to get my DMs, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I, what, what, are, what, are, what discussion are we going to... Number one, 
I don't know any of these breaking outfits, okay? I don't follow the majority of the breaking outfits. I, I only hear the news. I hear the news about Backyard. I hear the news about uh, Mark's Cards. I, all these companies, I, I don't follow them to begin with. I'm not getting anything out of personally following these people. I don't participate in breaks. So uh, when I hear about this, it's the first time I go to their accounts, right? Now, I made a comment that some people found particularly funny. Um, I, I'm trying to remember specifically what it was, but uh the, the the guy said something about something in the intro of that video where he he takes the cards off camera uh i i made some i can't even remember my own funny comment but i made a comment on his page about how he drew attention to himself and now he's getting that attention that he wanted and a bunch of people started liking it maybe that caught their eye and they wanted to either kind of counterattack me or maybe try to get me on their side or something again it can't, it can't not, be a coincidence I'm, that they, they messaged both of us though i don't what do they, what do they want to do come on the show and, and have i don't an know interview? i mean yeah well i mean they said they want to talk it out but i mean i i saw a pretty lengthy video about i mean them kind of discussing and so the, the, the video the, the video speaks volumes you don't take the cards off camera i don't care what your excuses are or what the apology is you don't take the cards off camera you just don't do it so the you owner is saying it. that this isn't a representation of like who they are though do you know oh, like right. who they are as a brand exactly. right and that like this is like one person that's kind of tainted like uh their image uh, yeah, that, in this space isn't that where a certain company went when someone was a certain someone was putting a box cutter to someone's throat during a live it, it always boils down to, oh, this 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 singular employee does not represent us. Guess what? That's why, you know, when you hire people, you got to do due diligence and you got to stay on top of your employees. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you are ultimately responsible. Whoever the proprietor is, is ultimately responsible. Um, and why was someone culture. not why was someone not watching this person break? Like, is that not now, common practice for like new people to be like shadowed? Um, yeah, I can understand you know? if it's like, I mean, how big are they? I don't know how big. I think they, they like strike three, me. 3,000 followers, I think, on, on Instagram. I don't That's know what their not, biggest platform not, is. I, yeah, but I don't know what their biggest platform is, though, right? I have no idea. Good point. Right? Good point. They could be across several platforms. Yeah. Uh, they, they had their fancy schmancy logos and branding, right? Branding is a thing, and they're all fancy schmancy. So, I mean, they've got that going. You need to be on guard for this sort of thing. This guy said, branding. Like you said, uh, I guess shadowing. They'll argue, well, maybe we have three, four breaks going on across different platforms. We can't see everything that's going on. But again, you're taking someone on, you're, you're training they're them, new, you're onboarding them. If they're new, I feel like that's like mandatory. I feel like you, yeah. it doesn't, I mean, unless they're like someone who's already very well respected in the hobby. And even so, it's no longer their name, right? Like, I mean, yeah. The biggest thing is like, if it's a breaker, if they screw up, their name is like forever tarnished, right? So if you're taking on a yeah. breaker, they're using your name. So, I mean, you have all the liability, which means you should be doing your due diligence because like that's your brand. You know, it's almost like, I mean, yep. when people yep. get hired at, uh, at the gap, you know, they're probably not going to take anyone right. on with like some sort of like, you know, questionable history um, with the law, you know, and that's, we're well, going to, we're going to give them more leeway where we're going to leave. I'm going to give, you know? I'm going to give a co company of that size a bit more leeway, given that they're so gigantic and there's probably a lot of bureaucracy among levels, but I'm How sure they have like hiring processes where they're like, eh, you know, like uh, there's a few red flags here or like, again, the person Things gets shadowed during through. their shift. Do you know what I mean? Like, of I don't course. know. Hey, where did you and I used to work, Brendan? We used yeah. to work for a giant, you know, corporation. But listen, that things fall through the cracks yes. in giant corporations. Fair enough. You and I know. Yes. Uh, for us, me, you, cardboard coaches, we're aware that everything that we're doing out there could come back to us. Um, I'm how working. How many employees do we think this this person has? I mean, again, depending on the size. Can we say like a dozen is max? I mean, you didn't know who they were. So. I didn't know who they were. Can we say a dozen? What, what do you need any more for? A dozen max? Can we say that? Sure. Right? So, I mean, I, 
I would hope that like out of 12 people, like, and I don't know where this establishment is run, but like, I would hope that you, you would have some sense of like who these people are that you're working with. Listen, I'm, I'm uh, working at a company in Toronto, as you know, I, I went through a whole process. Uh, it would be very questionable if I didn't, they're so aware of that, that I mean, even if look, I could meet someone tomorrow and say, Hey, come, come work with us. You're a good guy, but there's a process. If that process gets skipped, that's already a concern. Yeah. Again, that means every day I have to be aware of my association. And that means I'll give you a quick example. I mean, you know, uh, I see so much happen in the confines of a card store, uh, a gentleman that opened a box of SP legends and was literally, you know, unhappy with his box, despite pulling a major all-time future watch greats card. Now it's just me and him. And I'm trying to explain, and, and I tell him, hold on a sec. Let me take a look. Let me look that up for you. You're actually holding on to a card worth over a thousand dollars. And I could have, that could have easily gone upside down. Yeah. If I was a different person of different moral value, that could have gone upside down. And but that's why you don't hire those people with like, but more moral, moral in value. a moment of weakness, in a moment of weakness, that has nothing to do with me. At the end of the day, it's going to have everything to do with the company. They're going to have to deal with it. I agree. And, but as I said, you don't hire someone that like you think has the ability to kind of like, and like, yeah, fine. Something happens in someone's life, you know, for sure. Like, I mean, things happen and maybe they're in like a rough spot, but like how much is that downtown worth really? Like, so you and I, well, we'll get to bucks, that 400 that, bucks. That's a good hundred dollars. But we're agreeing. We're basically agreeing that the company has to take the heat. Yes. Here. Yes. Here yes. Oh, this yes. one guy, he doesn't represent yes. us. Right. Um, yeah, that's the sad part. But in a way, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say that I like this sort of thing getting put out there to uh, the public at large, because it's such a great illustration of the fact that it doesn't always have to be a gold kaboom. It doesn't always have to be a massive card. Yeah. It can, there are people out there, especially at this point in the world and society that will fleece you over a, I, I, I heard some people say it was like a hundred dollar card. Why would you be dumb enough to do it on camera though? It's just another layer of. And then, and then to say afterwards, like, no, 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 you're not going to see that DT. That, no, that, part, that part I don't understand. What is that? What is that part? That that is uh, some kind of what is that? Is that sociopathic behavior? I, you know, like this mine. This mine. No one's gonna see it. He probably knew that that was his last day. You know, like, I think it's fair to say that he knew that was his last day. I I don't know, man. What it, do you think? Kind of day, there, there might be this mentality in our unregulated hobby that it's just game on in terms of deceiving people. And having a backdoor out somehow. Um, for this reason, I, I don't mean to harp on it. I don't. I don't. You, you've not heard this from me or from you on Cardboard Coaches since it happened. So I'm not harping on anything. I'm just bringing it back to make a point. The, the backyard breaks scenarios that they've been, they've been given so many passes and such leeway. That's why this stuff is happening. Hot cake. This stuff continues to happen because we allowed that to happen. When I say we, I'm not saying we're all responsible, but there have been such massive examples that that gets into people's heads and says, maybe I can get away with this. Maybe I can get away with that. Maybe I can be a little loose here, a little loose there. Maybe people will forgive us. There has been I a mean, lot of forgiving and forgetting. I was going to go even further than backyard breaks. And like, I mean, if we talk about, I mean, some very key members of, you know, everything that we're going through, very key members of, of, of our hobby. Um, and I mean, we've got, we've got a, a, a card TV show on Netflix. Now we literally have a sports card TV show on Netflix. And we're going to have a conversation about it. But set to debut do, April 28th. Before we do. And you, that's, a, it's, it's a with great, a, with colorful pass, right? I mean, it's a great segue, Yeah, but I'm also going to point out, and again, people, I, I'm not harping on it. No. We're trying to be more positive here yes. on coaches, but we're also, here's the thing. I like to think, I don't know, uh, Brendan, you, you're privy to our statistics and our, uh, what's it called? What's the social media? Analytics, algorithm? sir. Analytics, algorithms, other things that start with A. Um, 
don't know why I'm giggling, but um, you know, there's a lot of big names. I and 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 I don't. Uh, I want to enjoy this hobby. I don't want to start reading historical documents about things that have happened, but they always get brought up in private conversations and meetings. There are big companies out there, uh, some of which provide, for example, data. And there's stories about their behavior, stories about pumps and dumps, very famous pump and dumps. And these people are not only still around, but you want to talk about TV shows. Some of them also have cards coming out. I, I'm glad Tops. you said that. They literally have a they have like an influencer set. Okay. And by the way, some of those influencers in the set, um, look, we've talked a million times about Jeff Wilson. At this point, you know, I, I don't have major issues with the guy. I, I get it. I get him. I don't think he's done any like severe damage or fraudulent damage like some other people I have in mind. And then you've got people like Mama's Breaks, who's fantastic, so good for the hobby. I'd love to see her get a show, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. well, she has um, she has a, she has a, she got an autograph. Uh, she's in the set. She's in the set, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm yeah, saying. yeah. And I'm saying like, and, and you, just that reality, just that reality that there's a set being produced by Tops, and there's such good, wholesome, examples in the hobby alongside i'm not saying unwholesome but with a little bit of history it's so it's such an encapsulation of what goes on in our unregulated hobby i'm pretty and sure i, I guess, called yes, hmm? i'm sorry i interrupted you what did you say i said i'm pretty sure i called that tops was going to start with like pop culture shit i feel like you did yeah i, I feel like you did yeah i but did it makes sense yeah, it's of course cool. it does. They have access to everybody. You know, the fact that like Mike Ru Michael Rubin was in Burbank today on the phone with Devin Booker next to like a, a massive Devin Booker fan. Like I, that's Super ridiculous. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Like having that kind of access, literally FaceTiming him, having that kind of access and being like the head of a monstrous like sports card memorabilia, uh, like jersey you know what i mean like the fact that 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 those two have collided i mean it, it's not yeah. crazy to think that like you're gonna see way more fan experiences you're gonna see way more oh, instances where like everyday people like uh, that he hangs out with like i don't know drake or james harden or chris rock or you know chris paul or whatever start to get like autographs and random sets or you know like maybe come to uh like a conference here and there you know what i mean like I think it's cool. We're, we're on our way to un, we're on our way to unprecedented levels of interactivity and innovation. However, there there will be some pretty big bumps along the road. One of the ones I wanted to talk about was, you know, the followed on what is it? The followed on Instagram or followed on social media cards that are coming out. These influencer cards that are coming out followed on Instagram. The question is, so there's oh, there's oh, a oh, set coming out that is going to be a redemption where. You basically pull the card and, and Mike Trout will start following you. However, really? it will most likely be Mike Trout's social media team that's following you. Really? The, that's cool. Like, imagine a kid pulls that. Oh, my God. Mike Trout's following me. That's fine. How, how is there like an expiration? Is there an expiration date on that follow? <laughs> Probably. But the point is, how, how are you going to feel if that's your case hit or like, you see what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to feel? I mean, about I agree that? with we're, you we're because, like, I it, it I don't know. Like, unless he's like talking to me in my DM and like not just talking to me, but like he, I don't know, like being able to like provide some sort of value, like just having that, like, you know, yeah, I, the, I, I it, it just doesn't really do anything for me. The, the talk in the card stores is that number one, it's not like the player is going to be your buddy. Number two, that's going to be like some sort of SP hit. How are you going to feel if that's your SP hit? I'm collecting cards and autographs, Brendan. I'm pretty sure that's what you're doing. I'm not yeah. collecting, um, you know, slab stocks on a card or, or you know, or uh, getting followed by by Mike Trout. That's I, I I don't know which average collector is going to want to own like a, an influencer card. I think it's really cool for the influencers. I think it's like kind it's of cool. pay, paying homage. I, you know, I've congratulated. Slab strong. I've can you know yeah. congratulate mama's break. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, like I said, there's gonna be some bumps along the road in terms of the innovations. Well, also I think that they're they're doing so I much. Say, but Brendan, by the way, go for it. Um 
many years back, around 2010, 2011, when Panini was producing hockey cards, they were routinely setting up events. And there was an event in Toronto at a local card store where Nazem Kadri came out and signed specially made Panini postcards. I still have it. I still have mine. It was fantastic. Nazem Kadri's great dude, super, super nice guy, signed a bunch of stuff for me. There was a huge line. Panini used to do events like that. And it, it dawned on me the other day, like we're not, like Toronto's a major metropolitan city and we're not seeing that happen. Um, I know, I, I know of, uh, of um, companies like Upper Deck putting money into card shops as part of a program. That's all good stuff. I want to see more of that. I want to see bigger and better versions of that. I want to see that all over the city. If Fanatics is going to be in charge of the whole thing, maybe in many ways that's easier to do and, and easier to, to pull off. And we well, should I, see stuff like that. I think now that they have the hockey jerseys, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they start like actually going hard on hockey players and like he starts developing relationships with hockey players, right? Like, and, and hopefully that, you know, we talked about a few episodes ago when we were talking about 90s players and, you know, all these players with personality and they, they were marketed quite well, right? Like, I mean, the, the NHL had a, like a suave to it and the, these players came with that. And, and you know, the 90s players, Forsberg, they all had like flow and well-dressed and you could see them out in public. And I mean, even like Henrik Lundqvist, like kind of like emulated that as well, right? But I think... I try to I try to dress like Henrik Lundqvist when I, when I head out. I'm yeah, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? Possible. So, like, I think, you know, hopefully you're going to see some of that with the hockey space as well uh, as he starts to develop, the, like, you know, personal relationships potentially with these hockey players, right? Like, um, and you saw a little bit of that with, like, Justin Bieber and stuff, but, like, Justin Bieber doesn't have any pull. He doesn't have any pull in the sports card space or, like, why the hell does Justin Bieber care about getting Austin Matthews to go to a random card show or a random card shop or, or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? Or the expo for that matter. I mean, that'd be great if Justin <laughs> Bieber, what, what, if, what did we get? What did we get last show? Sarah Palin? I mean, it, Wait, we, did she ever show up? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Also, I, I just I don't think know. She I think she did. I, I think, think we, it turned out okay. There was no, uh, there was no massive panic event. I think we missed uh, the mark on that Sarah Palin I think thing. All that stuff's good, man. It's like, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes controversy creates cash, as Eric Bischoff once said. No so, kidding. Um, Can we? That, I mean, yeah, that's a, I still mean, a perfect transition to the Netflix documentary. Be, you know, that's like that's right. a, Contro- Let's go. Controversy creates cash. Let's controversy talk about, does create called? cash. It really does. Um, what is the show know? called? It's called. Uh, what is it called? The Golden Touch. The Golden Rod. Golden. No, it's not the Golden Rod. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me right now. Now I have to go check it out. It is. Golden balls. Uh, no, 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 no. It's like something of collectibles. You're killing you're me right have now. Brass balls. Balls of steel. No, 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 no. Um, None of that. I'll tell you what it is. Boom. Uh, okay, King of gold, Collectibles. Gold. I got it. I got it. King of Collectibles. The Golden tru- Golden Touch. So the Golden. Touch, yes. So this is a Netflix series. So it's not just like a show or, a, or it's not just like a one episode kind of deal. Or it's a, I, I think, I don't know how many episodes. I'm not going to even speculate. Uh, but it's surrounding. You, you know what I was watching the other day? I was watching Encino Man the other day. And it dawned on me how far we've come. It's so many years past 1992. Yes, and now there's correct. Academy Award winners. That were in Encino Man, right? Multiple Academy Award winners. Um, and uh, history is a cycle that repeats itself. And uh, it's kind of poetic that Ken Golden is now going to be on a Netflix series. Ken Golden was on our televisions in the 1990s, maybe before Coach Co was watching television. Yeah, definitely um, before Coach Co was watching television. The cycle, the cycle is a is a is a beautiful thing. The cycle can be. The cycle can be merciless. The cycle can be uh, can be uh, full of lessons. The cycle can be very interesting, and we are. I think, every, I think everyone gets a second chance. You know. Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, like like you've said many times, and like you're probably going to say now, but I'm just taking the words out of your mouth. Go for it's, it. It's a show about the hobby. Let's first and foremost acknowledge it's a show about the hobby, and that's good. 
a good thing, right? And we don't know how much of it is going to be like sports cards versus collectibles, like, you know, like versus uh, memorabilia. Like it, it, we don't know how many different segments. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be stamps. Maybe there's going to be autographed documents. Like I, I imagine that it's probably not just going to be sports cards because. Do you think, do you think they filmed um, some of these events that we've seen? Like, do you think they filmed him and Drake? Yes. Interesting. I mean, there you go. I mean, I, at the very least, I think they filmed the the whole logo man. Because I mean, there was a lot of content around yeah, that. Yeah, him heading to Fox News, or uh, was it Fox? I think it was Fox. I think him it was Fox. New York, the Billboard, the whole shebang. Yeah. And how much is sold for, given the fact that it was pulled that year? You know what I mean? I think all of that. And so I think the one thing is like, what is the narrative going to be from this show? Right? Like, uh, you're right. It's amazing that we have a, a show on Netflix, which is the most prominent place to watch practically anything. You know, the average, the everyday person. We talk a lot about how do we get the everyday person into this hobby, right? Yes. Um, and I'm sure that Fanatics' is task, their their biggest thing is how do I get more people in this hobby? How do I get the everyday person in this hobby? Right. Um, and so, I mean, Netflix is a pretty big deal with that respect. Right. So what is the narrative going to be to keep these everyday people entertained about sports cards and collectibles? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is it's 100% going to be about like ultra, like high value collectibles, right? Like, I mean, what's the stuff that's going to grab people's attention? It's not going to be glorification. It's not going to be retail. It's not going to be like a thousand dollar hit or a five thousand dollar hit or someone like someone's full collection of 90s cards, which I was at a card shop today. And again, like 10 people walked in. They're like, hey, I have cards I collected from like 1991. I was like, this is it's like clockwork. Um, so like, it's obviously not going to be featuring those types of people or that type of collecting, right? It's going to be about that, ultra. That's going to happen no matter what. You, you, what, what you just described is going to triple up. Yeah. In, in in the in the in the not so distant future, because uh, and I, I'm not mad at anyone for no. that. No, no, I no. Get it. I get it, and it, it it sucks. It sucks that there is a generation of us out there that collected during a boom that saw such overproduction. And it's disappointing because they will see this Netflix series and this Netflix series will glorify the value and will get people going into their basement, picking up a box of stuff that is not worth much. Um, that's inevitable. Uh, I think any series like this is going to come at it from that angle that what's looked upon as a, you know, a childhood pursuit or hobby is now big bucks and, and Ken Golden. CEO of Golden, whatever it is, Enterprises, Golden, Golden is uh, taking Golden it to Co. another level. You know, I don't think they're going to be talking about scoreboard much, but uh, you know, um, yeah, it's going to be a glorification of the hobby, um, and it's going to get eyes on these record sales of the past few years, and it's going to get people into card stores, um, and. It's going to raise curiosity and it's also going to rekindle uh, some thoughts and feelings about, about the hobby. It's very closely related to sports and it's, it's, it's emphasizing that added kind of element that I get, again, I always very closely correlate to gambling, right? Because that's more popular than ever right now when it comes to sports. And it's going to offer people a way to combine nostalgic elements, collectible elements, and gambling elements. And I, I, I think it, it, it is a good thing. That's probably the most important thing we should focus on. Yes. Rather than the, te- the temptation to start talking about who Ken Golden is, any elements of his past. Um, yeah, or or the fact that like the ultra high-end stuff is like extremely volatile. And and yeah. has been pretty much like on a downward trajectory since I, I would assume they started filming this thing. Do you know? Like yeah, I mean, it's, there's it's entirely possible. Yeah. It's entirely possible that the the valuations that are given in this thing are completely off from from what they were when they started recording this. Because yeah. you have to assume that they've been recording this for what six months to a year, and yeah, knowing the volatility in the market, people will attack. You know, right. like the Jordan. It, it, if you if you recorded this thing. Six months ago, the Jordan was like a three hundred fifty thousand dollar card. I mean, now it's down to like what one ninety. Like that's that's almost half. You know, that's a lot of money. Um, and so 
it, it the one that's the one issue I think is I mean aside from obviously colorful pasts and and um is that it, it, I don't know if they're going to be able to properly explain and I don't know if properly explaining the volatility is it's uh, not going to be a priority. No, it's definitely not going to be a priority and it's not it's not going to sell the story if you're like hey like this went really high but then it went really low. Like if you talked about the Mac Jones Donruss, for instance, that was selling for like two thousand bucks, upon you know grading as base card, this literal base card that's like a like less than a dollar now, selling for two thousand dollars in APSA ten. Like how do you explain that to someone? You know, like how do you explain that it went down to eleven bucks or? It's, it's- it's still an interesting thing to talk about. For sure. For the sure. The way people get on hype trains. There's valuable lessons in, in all that stuff, but you're right. I mean, it, it's not a good look. So they're not going to be focusing on that sort of no. thing. They, no. They, you know, and even if, regardless of the Jordan price being represented, at the end of the day, you and I both remember and know that in 2019, that was a fifty, sixty thousand dollars yes. dollars Yeah. So it's, it's, it, 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 it'll, it'll be, again, it's going to be a glorification. I'm excited for it regardless. Like I have every intention of going into this thing with like blinders on. I don't know anything. I just want to watch. And I, and, and hopefully actually I'm going to try to bring someone in that like doesn't know very much about the hobby to like watch it either with me or like to communicate with about and right. see kind of like what their, what they get from this. You know what I mean? What Cause I think that's, is you're, you're going to be inviting someone to Netflix and chill. Is that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah buddy. <laughs> it's a big opportunity to netflix hey, and show for a lot hey, of people in the hobby come over come over and watch this sports card show on netflix you know yeah, like that's yeah. yeah i won't be able to take my eyes off it though so <laughs> right there you go so you have to very be picky about who you're netflix and chilling with yeah yeah um I love yeah it. yeah yeah you know yeah i mean it, it, to me it's it's apropos that it winds up being Ken Golden. Uh, in a lot of ways, here's the thing about Ken Golden. He's been around. He's seen it all. I have to stack him up against these new people. I was having a conversation with a popular influencer the other day that's a friend of ours, Brendan. And, uh, you know, something I was discussing was this. I'm going to see him this week. When, when this just, this just, just yesterday. Uh, I said I'm going to see him this week, so we're gonna we're gonna do the the, the cardboard coach oh, double. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that. Um, yeah. yeah, you're gonna be seeing a lot of people. Uh, are you gonna be like? Are you gonna be vlogging? I don't vlog. I don't have a camera crew either. Maybe so. now's the time to no. vlog, buddy. How about you attach one around your neck? GoPro, maybe like a halo. There, I yeah. mean, it's like, oh it's, like the, it's like the slab chains, but like just a camera. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> You know, Careful. just stop, stop. You're, you're giving away too much gold right now. Speaking of golden, uh, but yeah, GoPro, what coach co like, this is coach co jogging, like some scenery. And then he, then he walks into the, the mint collective hall and you, you got to count close-ups of people's faces. You take a shot every time someone mentions your mustache, you know, there you go. Is Lameem <laughs> James, is Lameem James going to be there? I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You. I'd love to see you arm wrestle with me. I want to arm wrestle with me, James. I want to get in there, show him what a tricep is all about. Because that man is, is a sexy man. Anyway, um, he's not just a memer. He's a male model memer. Um, so the, one of the discussions I was having was the fact that when I got back into things on the level that I did, uh, right around the time you got into things on the level you did, I was getting back into things. You were getting into things. There were a lot of people, quote unquote, representing the hobby that, in my opinion, had not been around a long time. They didn't, they didn't really have the right to be representing the hobby. They got in at the right time. Jeff Wilson got in at the right time. I will always give him the credit for producing the content as professionally as he did, getting in at the right time. That's a huge thing in this world when it comes to anything, you know, and um, Ken Golden has been around. Ken Golden has signed the deals. Decades. Sat down with uh, athletes and celebrities, and he was on television in the 1990s alongside 
the legend. May he may 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 his may he rest in peace, uh, Don West, one of the greatest salesmen ever to grace this planet, and um, and that means something. It's a familiarity. It's um, you know he's like he's Papa Ken, he really is, and uh, that means something in terms of someone having a television show and representing the hobby, being passionate about it. He built everything on it he built his entire life on it his family's current situation and future he's built he's he's staked on it there's someone who has a lot of skin in the game so to speak right he wants to see things go well as much as the cartels is on his case for these huge evaluations and the knowledge that i have being that i've been around and seen it all you know, like how many, it's crazy how many times I, you know, I bring up names like Keith Olbermann and people don't know. And Bill Mastro, to, Bill Mastro. Who's, they asked me to create content about it. Walking back is what he's doing. He's coming back so, in. Just wait. Yeah. Coach Co knows I don't have the ability half the time to create any content, much less have a phone that works properly, but I'm working on it. Ladies and gentlemen, believe me, um, cardboard coaches are more than happy to have someone specifically you know, come to us just to help the cartel out on his end. But um, I've, I've seen it all. I remember it all. Now, regardless of talking about what I remember, like I said, Ken Golden has been around. He's he, he is a representative that cares a lot because he has everything staked on it. That that is something. That's something. You know, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, we're going to talk. We need to talk about this before the end of the show. And that is yes. Um, we have to talk about the new Upper Deck 2023-2024 situation. So yeah. Upper Deck has has released, which is so funny because they just started releasing stuff about Series Two, and yet somehow they're like, "Hey, yeah. this is what we're doing for next year's product." I'm like, "Okay." I had no word at all about what was happening for Series Two for months, yeah. and then a we, week or two we weeks just- before. Two weeks before we get like notification, like, oh, by the way, like it's actually coming out on on April 6th or April 7th or whatever it is. And also, here's what we're doing for 2023. So 2023, 2024. Yeah. We just had a 2021 product. We, we yeah. just had two 2021 products come out, Cup and SP Legends. Yeah. We're still seeing some remnants of 2122. Right, because we we haven't even seen Future Watch twenty one twenty two. No, we haven't. We haven't seen S- yeah. yeah, no, we have not. We have not. Like, there's no Cole co- Caulfield two, Future Watch twenty three. Yes. Can we confuse human beings anymore? Can we really? Are we trying to induce psychosis in people? Like what? Anyway, we got people anyway. drafted in like twenty nineteen debuting in some products, and it's twenty twenty three. You know, um, right. and so. For this upcoming set, they are reducing the number of cards per box. So instead of, yeah, because it, it was 14, 24 packs. And 24 packs of eight cards? I think it was 24 packs of eight cards, maybe. Now it's um, 12 packs of... And now it's 12 packs of 12, I think. So it's 144 cards now. You think we're going to do math here? Come on. No, no, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's less cards. Regardless... Uh, they're changing the pack configuration, but also what they're doing is they're including one of one young guns for the first time ever. So they've had one of ones of, uh, you know, special inserts and a golden exclusive, all these different inserts. But now you're actually going to have a one of one young gun. Whereas before the lowest numbering for the young gun was the high gloss, the highly sought after high gloss number to 10. There was also the. We're not going to talk too much about that around the cartel thing. Number to a hundred, yes, but now we're going to start seeing one of ones, and it, it coincides perfectly with the debut of Mister Connor Bedard in either series one or series two uh, for that set in 2023, 2024. Yes. Um, I think that, I mean, this was an obvious move for upper deck like this is like you have to do something like this if you're they up know what they're doing. you know what you have you saw how much product you sold for the world junior stuff while people were, were 
chasing Connor Bedard. And I would let, encourage everyone to go check those world junior prices. And you go back to the episode where I said, just take it easy, people. Um, yeah, but they, they there's still good prices on the Bedards in there. They loaded those boxes with Bedard. No, they I know. Loaded them. I know. Four different base cards, three different parallels, six different subsets, three different jerseys. They're selling really well. Coach Co, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you from personal experience, you toss a jersey up there, base jersey, 150 bucks, just like that. It's still very popular. The base cards, 30, 40 bucks. Upper Deck knew exactly what they were doing with that product. They know exactly what they're doing in this coming year with Bedard. You can't blame them. This is a big opportunity. It's a big deal. Back in 15, 16, we saw so many one-off products. Remember? Contours. Um, can you help me out with this? There was, was it called Full Force? I think there is a Full Force set. Did it debut in 2015? Yeah. Full Force. Yeah, they only made it one year. I, I seem to remember like a holographic, a 3D set. There was all these one-off sets. I certainly remember Contours because I own the Contour Auto Patch. And Showcase, Fleer Showcase. There were so many products that we never saw again, but they wanted to put out as many McDavid cards as possible. Insert rookie cards, base rookie cards, auto patch rookie cards, auto rookie cards. That is what companies do. Like, and... Tops, the 2022, look, what is it, next year that they're changing the whole, con- they're, they're, they're eliminating a bunch of brands? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They overloaded on brands in 2022 because, you know, the Sonic, the the uh, the Cosmic. Well, they saw how marketable Julio was, right? They're like, we're going to just go off on this guy because, I mean, he, we could basically call him the future. He just signed a mega deal, you know, like he hit 20, th- maybe 30, 30 last year. If not, it was like close. Well, it was uh, a monumental rookie class. And they even tried to jump the gun on the rookie class alongside Beckett. Yeah. By, by, by yeah. claiming that the 2021 Bowman's best cards were rookies. Yeah. Like they were so excited about it. They couldn't could you, listen, Upper Deck. I would I would not blame Upper Deck at all if by the end of this year's run of cards, you're gonna see four or five extended rookie cards of Bedard. He's gonna have some sort of artifact redemption, he's gonna have some sort of future watch redemption. Mark my words, there will be four or five extended rookie cards we will see of Bedard in 2022-23 product. It's going to happen. You think so, eh? I'm I'm telling you. Guaranteed. That's what you do to take advantage of this kind of... Say say what you will, there's hype every year. You know, there's hype every year for new rookies and number one draft picks. But this is, if you look at hockey... I mean, I've never seen seen someone this hype since Cindy Crosby, so... Well, you can say... McDavid. I don't think Connor McDavid was this hype. I think Sidney Crosby was he more was. hype. I don't... I'm here to tell you he was because I, I attended the expo where series one, 15, 16 came out. I, I witnessed grown men wearing necklaces with a sign that said paying $200 for your McDavid young guns and coming up really? with kids. I was there when people were ripping that product. It was a big deal, Brendan. And even still, you know, so Crosby 05, we, we didn't see anything in 2010 along those lines. No. So it, it, there was a 10-year span. Now there's a – it's it's look. Well, it's not five years. It's eight years. It's almost another 10 years. Sure. So you can yeah. say this is like a, a once in once in a decade. Decade. Once in a decade, yeah. Type of hype. Fine. And um, there's going to be people buying cases of this stuff. There's We're already getting calls about pre-orders, right? It's already happening. Now, another thing. I think it's safe to say these are going to be $300 a box minimum. Yeah. The United States market, you're going to see more American uh, outlets, breakers that are all of a sudden getting into hockey. You already saw with the cup. I've never seen, I've never seen so many people who don't know anything about hockey rip the cup. Yeah. I, I think we should all be paying very close attention to the fact that there will be new elements, countries, markets sniffing around your hockey cards. So, you know, get your cool hockey cards. I was talking about this in my, I was talking about this in my card shop today. Get your cool hockey cards ready, folks, because something's about to happen. Hockey cards are about to be, there's about to be a seismic gold shift, if you know what I'm saying. Hockey cards are about to be cool again. And, um, you know, because we've, I mean, we've seen hype beasts in the NBA. We've seen hype beasts in the MLB. We've seen hype beasts in the NFL. Right. And we've yet to see a hype beast in the NHL. 
So, and especially considering the products are cheap in comparison to all of those other sports minus baseball. What would um, an David Future Watch be in the in in the same mindset of basketball cards? Like, like a Zion, like a Zion, like like a number to ten or something, like at at peak. Do you know what I mean? I mean, forget about numbered out of ten. I mean, like like what what what's a Lucas Silver PSA ten right now? Like two K, you know? I think two K. Okay, so what's like a Luca once it starts getting numbered, like a red or a blue? I mean, the, I'm sure the numbers are insane. Nuts. But you you get my point. I yes. mean, if if a player like Connor, I mean, mind you, this is his type of domination right now is kind of unique in sports, wouldn't you say? I mean, he's uh, far. He's leading the league in points by like forty five. I, I and his like second place year, is a guy on his line. Yeah, I feel like this year it's so intensely. Uh, and he's app- leading in goals, which is bananas. We're desensitized to it. Yeah. Do you even care at this yeah. point? He's so yeah. far ahead of. He's everyone. ridiculous. You can't fathom these numbers. I would he's not been, be surprised if they went seen them since it, the 1990s. Right? I would not be surprised if he was not in the finals. Like I, I or if he is, I wouldn't be surprised now if he was in the finals. To get a little nutty. I I'm think serious. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the finals. I that guy can take well, over my, games. My Stuart, my Stuart Skinner Cup RPAs. Thank you for that. He takes over games. It's a seven game series. I they have a decent defense. They have decent goaltending. Yeah, uh, I think I think that guy's possessed this year. And like you said, we've never seen something like this before. I mean, in recent memory, Sidney Crosby never had this level of dominance ever. Sidney Crosby was an amazing player. But he he did not do I he he's not doing what he always had Ovi at least like kind of going neck and neck with him. McDavid yeah. he has no reason to try like this. Second place is literally Leon Dreisaitl, and he's yeah. still going out there and scoring hat tricks, four point nights on the regular. I think he has like twelve four point nights this year, or like it's or wild. three it's three point wild. nights. Wild. Doesn't make any sense? It's wild. Unbelievable. I mean, and all that to say. What do you think the evaluation is going to be for like, so there's going to be a bounty in hockey for again, for what, probably what the first the time one of one going to go. For? There's it's going to be a bounty in hockey for the first time ever. What do we think the, the bounty is going to be at for the one of one Vidard young gun? I think, I think there's a few things people will go to for reference. They'll go to the McDavid high gloss current value, which is funny because that doesn't really make sense, but they're going to go to that as a reference point. But they don't sell those. Those things don't sell, though, right? So, like, but we there was a sale a few months back. Was, was there for the high class? Eighty thousand dollar region, I believe. Mm. I could be wrong. There's but not a scenario where that card does not sell for hundred thousand dollars. I don't think it's so. it's going to be at a minimum a hundred thousand, hundred six figures US, minimum. Yes. U.S. dollars, yes. which is significant. Yes, at this point, six figures um, minimum. Yeah. Now, what is what is a plain Jane base Bedard Young Gun going to go for. Now, knowing that the Maddie six six seven hundred bucks was at $200. Dude, Lafreniere was at $500 at one point. Correct. I remember. So what is this Bedard going to be? 1000 for the peak, base? Peak pandemic, Laffy was $500. It's a $60 so card now. See for a base Bedard? You uh, might, you might see 1000 bucks. I would hope that they maybe line the release up with an expo and people are ripping and going nuts. What is, what is, what are the dealers putting that at in their showcase? A thousand. I think that's fair. Considering again, what it was card sell for. It, it's scary in a way. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's fair like long-term, but like, I think accessible. it's not, but that's why the boxes are going to be expensive. I think the boxes are going to be expensive, and in turn, the cards within those boxes will be more expensive. And and, and, and by the way, another another because we've got this now for for we've got this. What what is the word I'm looking for for pro, uh, not prosperity for uh, it's it's out there. Our content's going to be out there, so I'm yes. making these predictions. I've already yes. told you some predictions. Yeah, we're going to see a lot. I, I've told you about the extended rookie cards. Yes, you have. Our, that was all you. Now we're going to see. New products that are more entry level for kids, for for average collectors. We're going to see that. Yes. So series one will come out. We may see a thousand dollar young gun for the first time upon release, but we're going to see all sorts of new product that Upper Deck will be putting out that's more accessible. They are going. They are licensed to print money at this point. They're going to put out all sorts of weird MVP OPC level 
sets. Yes. And we're all going to collect them. You and I are going to be into it. We're going to be finding ourselves saying, okay, if, if the young gun is too expensive, there, there's going to be this minor set that comes out with the $100 Bedard. We're going to see it. I mean, I know that's not a crazy prediction. Well, it's like Connor though, right? Like, I mean, Connor portraits, like, like, you know, like there's people chase different levels of Connor yeah. because like the young guy yes. is now unattainable, right? Like, yeah. so they'll grab like an OPG. Those, those needed, those needed to marinate and grow. But we're yeah, but that's because pe- I mean, there wasn't it, it wasn't as much hype as there is right now, like from everyday people. I think right, I like about, I don't care about the inserts in Series One. Yeah, because remember the the, yeah. the product price will be so high. I agree. I'm talking about new products. Yeah, just to get a Bedard affordable rookie, we're gonna yeah. see. It. I honestly, I, I think three hundred bucks a box minimum. Um, like retail, like or not retail, like like MSRP. Um, and then. You know, see what happens basically. So, you know, so if there's like, 12 boxes in a case, guys, start start imagining what you're going to be paying for a case. You know, 4,000 bucks. Like, yeah. and then after what, a month is five? Like, it's, uh, and the thing is, the one thing you have to watch out for is like, again, like you said, how much of their, uh, how much of this are they going to print? Because, like, legit, how much of, the, of this are they going to print? Because they know that they are, like you said, licensed to print money right now. Yeah. Right. So, this is the most hype guy to come into the league for 10 years. He's supposed to come in and be the next one. He might challenge Connor McDavid, even the two Connors, the dueling Connors. And what jersey will he be wearing, Coach Co? There's only two options. I've rescinded on my my Coyotes pick. Uh, it's either Colum- Columbus or Chicago, I think. I, yeah, I mean, Columbus. It just better not be with the Montreal Canadiens. And I'm sorry if anyone listens and is a Montreal Canadiens fan, but like, I will just be gutted. I will. I will honestly be gutted. I was like, I got to deal with this guy in my division eight times a year because these divisions are so stupid, you know, <laughs> including playoffs for like the next 15 years, 10 years. That sounds off. I don't want to do Johnny that. Hockey, Patrick Laine, and Connor Bedard. Ken Johnson, my guy. Your man. My boy. Team. The, the man with the Michigan. I know. I know. Team, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cardboard Coaches. If you aren't already, hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment down below on your favorite part of this episode. And thank you so much for tuning on on a regular basis. The Cardboard Coaches are out for today. Peace.